Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maddie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose, one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are going to live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal, and we're going to get after it starting right now. Well, hello, and welcome to episode four of the Living on Purpose podcast. Today is a solo episode. You've just got me sharing a couple stories, some thoughts, and some tips. I'm going to be discussing the importance of standing up, sometimes literally, for ourselves, for others, and for what's right. It was a couple of years ago that it dawned on me that I wasn't standing up in the way that I wanted to. I didn't think I was good at standing up. Here's the story. I was at my daughter's basketball game. I think she was about 10 years old at the time. Going to basketball games are one of my favorite, favorite things to do. This particular game, I was sitting next to a gentleman, and we were sitting close enough that I could hear comments that he was making throughout the entire game. I tried to shut them out and block them, but one comment that he made has stuck with me all these years. During the game, at some point, one of the girls from the other team fell down, and she fell hard, and his comment was this, I could feel the gym shake from here. He said, I could feel the gym shake from here. Completely shaming this girl, this young woman, her weight and her body. I was appalled. I still get the tingles when I tell this story. I remember that I started to sweat. I started to... Uh, my start, my heart started to race. I'm tongue-tied even telling the story because it makes me so angry that an adult male, an adult human being, feels that it is okay to shame some someone in this way. So he made this comment, and do you want to know what I did? Absolutely nothing. I did not stand up for this girl. I did not stand up. I said nothing. I remained quiet. And this has haunted me all these years. I still replay this entire scene in my mind. I think of what I could have said, what I wish I would have said. I wish I would have schooled this man that it was absolutely inappropriate to make comments like that comments that are so negative and so hateful that have no space in this gym, in this world, and in my life. But I stayed quiet. And I decided right then and there 
that I would no longer stay quiet when another situation just like this came up. Unfortunately, I knew that a situation would arise like this again. And I also know that I will be faced in the future with more situations like this. So I needed to be super intentional about how I was going to stand up. What was I going to say? How would I respond? But this isn't something that we're born with. We're not born with the confidence to speak up. We're not born using our voice in situations like this. So I needed to prepare myself. I needed to educate myself and I needed to get ready. So what I did was I started following people on social media who were making a difference, who were standing up for the oppressed, who were using their voice in a way that inspired me. So some of the people that I started following, if you don't know them, go follow them today, are Glennon Doyle Melton, Elizabeth Gilbert, Susan Hyatt, and there are many, many more women and men who are standing up that I want to fill my news feed with them. I also read books on the subject of standing up for the poor and the oppressed. And uh, two of my favorites are Tattoos on the Heart by Gregory Boyle. And the other book that I absolutely love is Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. So I started preparing. And a couple weeks ago, a situation came up where I could practice in real life standing up. So we were on an airplane ride coming home from Europe. It was scheduled to be a seven-hour flight. And I was sitting next to my daughter. And next to my daughter was my son. My son is nine years old. And he is very active. About an hour and a half into the flight, we're all on our individual devices, watching our individual shows, trying to pass the time. When I get a tap, an aggressive tap on my shoulder, I take my headphones off and I turn around and it's a woman about my age and she says, can you please tell your son to stop wiggling? My husband cannot watch his show. Now, I can tell you with 100% honesty that I was not paying attention to my children. I was thoroughly wrapped up in the movie I was watching. And I am positive that Xavier was being super annoyed and wiggling in his seat. So I was embarrassed that I had not gone over correct airplane protocol with him. So I said to the woman, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. Of course. Let me talk to him. No sooner had I turned to tap Xavier on the knee to explain to him that wiggling is a sign of disrespect and we want to make sure we're respecting everybody's space in their flight and make it enjoyable. No sooner did I start that conversation did the husband behind my son push his seat. Now, I'm not talking about a little tap. This grown man, two-hand, shoved Xavier's airplane seat as hard as he possibly could. My son lurched forward in his seat, got caught by his 
seatbelt and looked over at me with gigantic eyes welling up with fear and tears. I had a choice. I could do nothing or I could stand up for my son and this bully because the action, the aggressive action that he took was completely action that a bully would take. So I unbuckled my seatbelt. I stood up. I made direct eye contact with this gentleman. And I said firmly, don't ever touch my son, talk to my son, or touch my son's seat again. I can tell you just the look on this man's face of pure shock, pure shock that nobody had stood up to him before, that this aggression, this behavior has probably been accepted his entire life, but not anymore. I sat back in my seat. I rang my call button so that I could inform the lead flight attendant of what went down just in case it escalated further. And we got back to our show. Later in the flight, the gentleman did come up to us, me specifically, and sincerely apologized. And I really believe it was sincere. I could see tears in his eyes as he told me how sorry he was. And he is completely forgiven. But because of the work I had done, because of the growth that I was intentional about, I was ready to stand up to a bully and I was ready to stand up for what I knew was right. That is what I want to leave you with today is do not be afraid to stand up. Do not be afraid to be the strong woman that you are. Do not be afraid to be disruptive and make waves. Don't be afraid to stand your ground because you know what's right. You know who you need to stand up for and that person may just be yourself. You've got this, sister. Go out there and stand up. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time always keep living on purpose.